Welcome, one and all, to the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast, the brand new singular home to AEW All Elite. <laughs> you probably won't find much WWE content here fucking moving forward, folks. I am the non copa friendly Tony fucking G, joined by my counterparts, out of protest, one the only, the devilishly handsome outlaw himself, Phil KOE, is protesting the first like five-ish minutes of this podcast by taking a vow of silence that's how disappointed we are right now we will get into that very shortly but let's knock this one out of the park right out of the gate we're also joined of course by the reigning defending you fuck yourself champion jiggin undisputed you keep forgetting that one uh that's uh this is what four pay-per-views in a row that I've I've gotten this and this was my second uh perfect uh pick uh of the year I do believe um but this is not at all how I wanted to win oh my god we're going to get there we're we're going to get there and probably quicker than people think um, <laughs> I don't I I don't have a lot, really. I'll be honest. I don't have a lot to say about most of these matches. Uh, folks, I know, okay, all of you just tuning in right now. Uh, yes, Tantui 10, man. What the fuck was that? We're, we're going to get there. Here's the thing. I, we did the pre-show. Phil missed the pre-show, the prediction video, but we got all our predictions in. Chicken, you, you were the victor again. Another narrow win. Uh, we were all pretty down the line in terms of our picks. It just came down to one or two differences, and Chicken did, in fact, retain. We're going to cover that real fast. But first and foremost, uh, Phil missed the prediction video. That's okay. We got here in time at Castle KOE to watch the show and review it and rate it, and we're going to do that. Those of you who came in, uh, I, was a lot of, I was a lot more excited on that prediction video that bled into the pay-per-view. I'm I'm not I'm not exactly excited. I'm not happy. In fact, I'm I'm pretty pissed off. I I'm downright disgusted and we're going to get there. I, I'm I'm on actually I, I'm stalling at this point, I'll be completely honest. Let's just start it out. Uh Ricochet lost to Sheamus on the pre-show, I think. Sure. I don't know. I missed half of it. We started watching it, and then we did the prediction video. I don't care. This Not, a Not a surprise. Not a surprise. Yeah, I don't care. This is stupid. Uh, the fucking title means nothing. It's on the pre-show. Who gives a shit? This is stupid. I don't care. Let's get into it. Main show. Rhea Ripley, Raw Women's Champion, against Asuka, former champ, against Charlotte Flair, the woman who had to pull out of WrestleMania. Triple threat title match for the Raw Women's title. I really expected this one to be uh, out of the park. Good. It opened the show, so I feel like they didn't quite get exactly the window that they could have been given to kick it into that next gear. Um, there was a couple of spots where I didn't feel like maybe they were working together exactly yeah. right. But overall, you know, you put Charlotte in the mix here and you're going to get a stellar match. And I think that's what happened. So honestly, I liked it a lot more than... Some other people probably did. Chicken, what did you think of it? 
No, no, I think you you hit it spot on there. There, there were f- spots you could see the hesitation. Like there was, w- there was one that sticks in my in my brain where like Oscar's on one side and Charlotte, and they're about to run at each other. And like Charlotte, like does a little step, and then Oscar's like, D- "Is it my time to go now?" Like you could tell their timing was off. They just weren't clicking. I saw it with Rhea as well with Oscar. Uh, so I assumed it was Asuka's timing was just a little off tonight because she seemed a little awkward. But overall, the, I think that eventually they got past it. There was a couple of those instances where you're just like, oh, what, what are they doing? Um, yeah. But I think by the end of it, overall, it was very entertaining. I gave it a three and a half. I was actually really yeah. thoroughly entertained. I thought it was a good match to open a show. Uh, like we knew what was gonna, we knew Rhea was gonna win, for, except right. for Phil. Um, but, uh, but they gave you the the suspense, the 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 belief that Oscar could take it and yeah. Charlotte could take it. Like it was well played. I thought it was uh, it was a well done old school match. I loved it. Yeah, I I, I can't really disagree. I thought it was really nice. Uh, again, I said this on the pre-show, the prediction video. I think they rushed this. I think these gals should have gotten yeah. more time to feel this three-way ride. I could have watched that for 10 more minutes, honestly. It was yeah, good. I, exactly. This could have main-evented SummerSlam, in my opinion. Yeah. If they would have gotten more time to work together, get a little bit more fluid in terms of the motions, get the spots down, I think this would have been way better had they had more time to gel as a triple threat unit. I gave it 3.25. I really liked it. Phil, do you want me to say it since you're still protesting? Uh, Phil was not nearly as entertained. He's <laughs> only gave it 2.75. It's only because Charlotte lost. Well, I think that was – he probably would have gone three <laughs> if he wouldn't have picked Charlotte. Let's be completely frank. But honestly, I would I would watch this again in a couple of months. I think they could do it. Keep it moving forward. This is, this is at least different. Let's go with it. You keep doing this match or you at least get these women interacting with each other on a – regular basis you're going to see a much more fluid triple threat hell throw somebody else in the mix this is a believable four-way i want to see something moving forward i don't want to (laughs) how was the pay-per-view little fettuccine don't you fucking go anywhere seriously if you missed it sit down strap in we're gonna get really uh loud and animated here very very quickly uh phil with a vow of silence robbing the world of his brilliance yes he is tantui 10 man that will end shortly enough it's we're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. Let's get through the Mysterio match. I'm imagining you don't have a lot to say about that one. Uh, Chicken, probably. Why don't you start us out with that one? Okay. Uh, the Mysterio match was one of my favorites I've watched in a long time. Ray and Dominic uh, ended up defeating the Dirty Dogs, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode. So right. To win the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Go ahead. Right. And uh, it was one of my favorite matches so far uh, of the year. Uh, It told a very, very good story. It was, you know, your classic dad protecting the son. Like, this is the whole shtick. But now it was the son coming out and is like, Dad, um, I can do this. And dad has to finally succumb and let a son win. Um, I thought uh, between Ray and Dolph Ziggler, amazing. They fucking sold the whole thing those ray mysterio was fucking back like i don't know if he can maintain that type of performance but this is this is one of his best i've seen the last three four times i've seen ray mysterio i was just like oh he's getting old he probably shouldn't be doing this anymore tonight he he was pretty on point it wasn't perfect but it was pretty goddamn good and 
And then, you know, his son comes back in. They finish it with the frog splash, which I thought was a great tribute to the Guerreros. It was fantastic. I wish he would have landed it a little bit better. But, hey, you can't land every frog splash that perfect. Sure. I mean, he is not a Guerrero. Um, but I thought well, overall. that's debatable. I mean, I <laughs> won't get into have that. Dominic on a ladder match. So for custody, yeah, but yeah. They, won't, they don't want you to remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> anyway, uh, I gave it a three. I wanted to give it a four so bad. I gave it a three, seven, five. I did okay. love this match, though. This was one of my favorites. Um, there was one spot specifically where uh, uh, Ray like slid out of the ring, came underneath Dolph and like, uh, threw him oh, up the against that yeah he gave him the sunset oh that was f- they almost missed it but they made it work they made it work and i was like yes i might okay i'm looking at this through my 12 year old's eyes who's sitting right yeah. next to me and he was like whoa like yeah. he's seen that and i saw it too i was like that was, that was pretty cool that's why it worked like, i don't have yeah. a whole lot to add here uh Robert Rude's just one of my near and dear yeah. favorite work. He did a great wrestlers. job. He's amazing. Dolph, severely underrated. And Ray's just been fantastic everywhere he's ever been, ever. Even when they took the mask off of him in WCW, he's still. I notice his eyes, his, his eyes match now. He's, he's still just stellar matches. Always yeah. has been. Uh, I gave it uh, 3.25. Phil gave it three and a half. Then, immediately following that match, uh, I'm sorry, has, has it been five minutes? Oh, go. Oh. Uh, let me let me catch up on comments. Oh, go ahead. I can't I can't Adam see West it from where I'm at. Pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> kind of enjoy mine, Phil. Yanked up. Sorry, that's about to end. Because immediately following the Mysterio SmackDown tactic, yeah, you're right. I wish they would have landed that frog splash. <sighs> you know, Dominic, he's still green. I don't know. It's fine. You can pretend he was, he was close. He was close. It was close it was better enough. than I would have done. I'll I'll give him credit. Close enough. But immediately following that match, you had John Morrison wandering around the backstage area. Immediately, I knew something was up because he walks up to a door. That says backlash lumberjack. Remind me when you've ever seen <laughs> a specific dressing room for the lumberjacks of a match that had no real implication. Fucking never. He opens the door. I thought it was gonna be like the boogeyman or fucking Kane or the fiend. No, no. Instead, instead, we're treated. To an army of zombies. I'm not kidding you. Oh, I'm sorry. Right before this happened, I almost forgot there was a commercial. (laughs) A commercial of Dave Bautista in his new movie. (laughs) And it would cut back from actual WWE wrestling stock footage and zombies and Bautista, this movie. And it was all intertwined for no reason whatsoever. And at the end of this little package, it just showed... Army of Darkness starring Dave Batista, blah, blah, blah. It, it made no sense. Like, that was really weird. This is just a regurgitation of footage from a movie okay. and wrestling. This doesn't make any sense. Can I, can I pause you? That makes a lot more sense now because I, now. like, in between, 
in between like commercial breaks, I would like step out to the garage, talk to my wife, have a smoke, and then I would come back in. I missed that commercial. So yeah. now that makes way more sense because I'm like, why are the announcers talking about fucking Batista? Who gives a shit about Batista right now? Like, yeah, uh, it made yeah, it, it was very off putting. It didn't make a lot of sense. So that's when John Morrison opens the door to the locker room of the fucking lumberjacks and finds a bunch <laughs> of zombies just. And there was a tweet from Batista that said, I'm going to send some of my friends over to backlash. <laughs> So you think that's the end of it. Then they, I don't remember. I was so off put by this segment. I forget what happened next. I don't care. It was a segment with somebody else. <laughs> then John Morrison pops up next to the Miz and goes, oh, oh, zombies, zombies. And Miz goes, you're being ridiculous. That's obviously ludicrous. I'm not in the twilight zone. I'm on, I'm on WWE pay-per-view. Why would there be zombies? Then... Then it happened. They leave, but before John Morrison left that backstage door, he left that door open and all the zombies left. So as Miz and Morrison walk off camera, you know what happened? Here come the zombies. Into the camera shot. I'm not, this. you might not believe what we're saying, but this is all 100% factually accurate. This happened on Backlash. So then Miz comes out. Then Priest comes out. Then the Lumberjacks come out. The Lumberjacks are legitimately the walking dead army of darkness, dawn of the dead zombies. Fucking zombies in full zombie gear. This is this. At this point, our collective brain snapped in half. It didn't matter how good this match was. Nothing or, after or this wasn't. This not only ruined my mood, it ruined my day, it ruined my night. It may well have ruined my fucking fandom, not just of WWE, but of wrestling in general. The zombies come out, circle the ring, and they... Uh, worst match of the year... That doesn't even begin to describe it. Phil, would you like to speak? What we witnessed. Yes, folks. You're going to get a little bit of a raspy Phil tonight. But what we witnessed tonight was the worst fucking thing to ever happen at pro wrestling. Uh, yeah. I, that This made Katie Vick look like Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels Iron Man match at WrestleMania. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in pro wrestling. Never has our intelligence been so insulted. I'm, I'm, for the first time in a long goddamn time, I am legitimately 100% embarrassed to be a wrestling fan. This was so offensive. And WWE has gotten really good at doing this offensive crap in the last year and a half. They, they've been selling their shit out to the highest bidder. We know that. But ever since this Peacock deal happened, things we thought it was bad when Saudi Arabia started giving them money. They were going to bring yeah, in any old-timer to beat whoever for belts just because uh, of the highest bidder, right? That wasn't bad enough. Then we had to sell this off to Peacock, and now they get to dictate how this show operates. 
COVID yeah. ruined this crowds the and they started doing cinematic matches. Now they're legitimately foregoing matches in place of commercials for shitty remakes that NBC owns and star former professional wrestler Dave Batista, who's a shitty actor and wasn't even that good of a fucking wrestler to begin with. Let's be goddamn honest. This was fucking horseshit. I am beyond pissed. Yeah. This... This started. This was an insult. We're, we're looking at two professional, supposed professional wrestlers standing in the ring doing this. Yeah. Looking at the zombie lumberjacks as this thing unfolds. If I may, if I may, for one moment. Go ahead. Um, but now, folks wondering, yes, uh, on the farm, sometimes you got to yell over equipment. But uh, this was an insult to a lifetime of wrestling fandom. This was. <laughs> I can't uh yeah no there's no need to uh this was literally the worst thing to happen in professional wrestling on a professional wrestling screen they're the only thing that's worse was something that happened off screen that's the only like yeah. and so this is an insult to anyone who's ever been in the ring anyone who's ever enjoyed wrestling and anyone who uh, is involved in any way, like this is the least, like in the whole history of professional wrestling, yeah. 1910 was when the New York Times published a story exposing it to the papers. This moment, this day is officially the moment where it is the least cool, the least hip, the least whatever you want to call it to be a wrestling fan. Because if you're going to show that, to uh, somebody trying to get into it, I would not show that match to a 12-year-old, okay? No. Yeah, we're drinking Maker's Mark 101. But don't worry, folks. All you beautiful people at home, my singing voice <coughs> will be in fetch very shortly, and the King of Extreme will be back at full capacity. So when uh, this match is underway, the, the details of the match don't matter. None of it matters. The match doesn't matter. You can't watch the match and enjoy the match. The wrestling doesn't matter. They get out of the ring, and now both of them are out of the ring. Yeah, the whole pay-per-view, the rest of the pay-per-view, Everything all we were doing was just talking shit about that match. That's all we were doing. They're, they're both Priest and Miz are out of the ring, and they're back-to-back -back like, oh, now we got to fight the zombies. So they start fighting the zombies off as a team. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Then they finally get back in the ring, and Miz is like, oh, he kicked those zombies' ass! And Priest beats him up. Uh, then Priest ended up... Oh, sorry, Morrison finally comes out. He's doing some uh, pork war shit, you know, beating zombies with Chuck Norris moves. Then they eventually eat him on the other side of the barricade around the ring. Yep. So uh, John Morrison got eaten by zombies So tonight. he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Who got thrown off the roof at the last Money in the Bank? Uh, Ray and Alistair Black, I think. So, Ray, Alistair Black. Well, they should have been zombies. God, you know. You're... They should have been zombies in this He's match. Because, man. obviously. 
So but then it yeah. would have been even funnier if they use like old gimmicks of folks that have jumped ship oh to God. AEW, like a zombie that looked like Christian and a zombie that like that. Ambrose, yeah. Well, I did I see one zombie that was that. dressed as one one zombie was dressed as Elvis, and I, I immediately thought back to Day of the Dead when they're like sniping yes. zombies and they're like, Is that Burt Reynolds? I'm like, um Bubba yeah or oh, Bubba Hotep. no yeah, you right. you guys are absolutely right the, so like oh, wait, wrestling- hang on. but before before you get into it uh priest one priest priest one who gives a flying fuck he's buried Miz is buried Morrison's buried nobody gives a fuck about any of them don't want to see anymore wrestling but- is buried wrestling Tony. is buried it's wrestling dead. has been buried after priest one he left the zombies flood the ring and eat the Miz in the middle of the ring. Oh, they ate Lord him. Almighty. They fucking ate him. A bunch of zombies got in the ring and ate the Miz. As Damian Priest, I'm sh- not shitting you, does this. The WrestleMania sign point. What's on the sign? Army Fuck of you. Darkness. Oh, Jesus, Lord Almighty God. Vince. Fuck you for letting this happen. <laughs> Fuck you, Peacock. Fuck you, Batista. Chicken, go ahead. Uh, well, wait, before oh. he does, um, all right, I'm going to clear my voice up as much as I can, folks, so that you get. I've got plenty more. I just want to give Chicken a voice, chance. But this is, uh, it's unfortunate, but folks, this is Vince McMahon, but I'm going to call it the way it was. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my regret to inform you that the mighty case has just struck out. <laughs> Go ahead, Chicken. You're right. Very well could have struck out. I, I don't disagree with much of what you said. So like as a former big wrestling fan and now somebody who you assholes trying to get me back into this and I'm paying more attention to it. Like it's one That's of those boring. things that wrestling fans have always struggled with. Even back when I was heavy into it. We've always struggled with the justification of we know it's not real. This is entertainment. There's a storyline with it. There's some skill with it. There's a lot of things to this. Like, I get it's not for everybody, but you don't have to shit on pro wrestling fans. Vince, if Vince allowing this. Wrestling is the one shitting on you, though. Yeah. Well, Well, Vince allowing this to happen and Peacock promoting this, all of this happening, everything that you guys just said, just like as a fan who's trying to defend yourself, what the fuck are you left with now? Your own institution just like said, hey, fuck you, quit watching. Uh, That's just it. I I said this at least three times uh, during the match, after the match, throughout the rest of the thing. If there's a million viewers for Monday Night Raw, tomorrow night i'm gonna be disappointed in those people that watched because nobody should tune in i don't want you to watch raw tomorrow honestly hear my voice right now don't watch monday night raw or smackdown yanked up podcast entertainment was years ago now it's really bad acting and dumb ideas you're 100 right well it's now a fusion because nbc they yeah. also have movie studio so i'm going to guarantee you this army of darkness is in that kevin bacon seven degrees of separation from nbc studios so now wwe i really expected another promotional vehicle i really expected the rest of that match to go cinematic there when i started seeing the zombies come out i was like oh 
I was like, oh shit, oh shit, are we doing this right now? Like, I was seriously worried about that. But yeah, you're right. Maybe that would have been better. Yeah, I, uh, okay, to be completely fair, last year NXT did do a zombie cinematic match with Cameron Grimes and uh, Dexter Loomis, and it, it was garbage. It was absolute garbage. Oh, it was no, terrible. I was talking about the match that happened. That too. Sorry, was, sorry. No, that was worse than garbage. But that cinematic that. piece of shit. At least you knew watching it. You're right. Okay, it's a cinematic piece of shit. At least it's did they did they promote it as such? Like was it was it advertised as a as a zombie match? It. The cinematic matches last year really didn't get advertised as such. They well, no. Just, did I know I was going to see zombies and right. like this match? That that match last year, yes. This okay. match tonight, no. There was no indication that this was going to be a fucking on. Live on air screen abortion of what used to be professional wrestling. I am fucking, I, I am so disappointed. I am so mad. I'm, I'm befuddled, if you will. I was actually kind of looking forward to seeing how can Miz carry a new guy because yeah, yeah. he's been around for a while. Right. How does he go in that role? Instead, we saw this fucking nonsense. And now Miz, he's going to go along with it because he's been wanting to springboard for so fucking long that he will just, yes, please, let me do it. Yeah. Damien doesn't have the push. He doesn't have the stroke backstage, nor does he even have the knowledge that he should say no, because he's just. He's just happy to be there. Yeah, he's another kid that's. He didn't know. He's. Yeah, he, he got a paycheck, but didn't didn't the Miz just get eaten by zombies, too? Yeah, how's, oh, well, how's that in, logic gonna work? In in terms of uh, storyline, I don't want to see John Morrison or The Miz ever on WWE again because, as far as I'm concerned, they're dead. But you know, then again, so is AJ Styles uh, in WrestleMania when he got buried. Uh, Alistair Black and Rey Mysterio got chucked off a fucking roof, and they came back just a week or so later. So death no longer has any meaning or merit uh, in the. WWE universe wrestling gets writers. Yeah. So, uh, so finishing moves don't matter. Dying doesn't matter. No, nothing death, matters. Death means nothing. Uh, injuries don't mean nothing. The only way you can get off television is if you get knocked up. Or if, the <laughs> or if a doctor mm. pretends you're pregnant so you can go get your facial work done. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, wink, wink. Allegedly, uh, but so uh, Tony's a little. I, I, so I'm so Tony, what would you rate this? What would you the rate this match? Be... Oh, chicken wants to know how you. Oh, rate. okay. First, chicken, how do you rate it? Yeah, go ahead, chicken. How high does the shit scale go? Five. Uh, before tonight, it was a five, or excuse me, before tonight it was a three. After tonight, it's a five. So spoiler alert: okay. you yeah. and I both gave it. Five I'm, I'm giving it the max shits, even though go. this this was okay. So this was the match that secured me winning and keeping uh, the RWP belt. Champ. Boy, like I I Bravo. was. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Um, I was like I I sent the message of, okay, guys, this is not how I wanted to win. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> like, I, I did send that message. I, I was like. Care. I was just like, as as, oh my as god! As I saw the zombies and realized that's what was going to happen. I'm like, I have no yeah. hope. It didn't matter it, who won at that point. No, it was a shit show. I didn't care. 
I didn't yeah. want to win. I at that point I knew I wasn't gonna win. <sighs> I didn't care. The title Why is my no title reign oh, tainted with all I of these weird tonight, fucking dude. matches? Chicken, if I would have won the belt tonight, you and Tony would have never let me hear the end of it. Like we'd be old ass men True. in that old folks' home. <laughs> One of y'all would just wheel up to me. Yeah, you won off the fucking zombie match. Fuck you, Phil. And then you can only do that to me so many times. So like, sound like this, but this other, should never happen again. The other than other this offensive ever happening again is probably a hundred percent because now apparently NBC owns creative direction of WWE. So basically don't watch raw tomorrow. I fucking beg of you. I'm not kidding. I'm going to get on my goddamn YouTube TV. I'm going to delete the scheduled DVR recording. Don't even give them that view. Don't do it. Boycott Monday night raw tomorrow. It is up to you. If you are still a fan of this product by even the slimmest margin or thread, you have to send the message right fucking now. Do not watch Raw. Do not record Raw. Don't even watch the goddamn YouTube highlights of this show for analytics sake. If you want to send the message, make Raw's ratings dip below that of shitty-ass Dynamite's worst fucking rating. That'll get the fucking point across. Now, Tony, let me ask you something. How old were you when you first started watching Raw? When it was Raw's War? Uh, it was very early on into the run of Monday Night Raw. So what, like 94, however old I would have been in 94. So anywhere from eight to nine years old. Yeah, let's go with that. Anywhere from seven to nine. Right. Because you were kind of young in our class. Um, so from the time you were seven to now, you have been a habitual viewer of Raw Raw is war, I, Monday Night Raw, yeah. however you want to call it. Yep. And this is the first time I've ever heard you say, do not. Now, me. Even when I segued onto TNA and Impact for a little while, I didn't tell people not to watch Raw. I'm specifically telling you right now. Now, Tony, I'm going to one up you. I'm going to one up you. You think you pissed off WWE. Double or nothing AEW is the 30th of this month, and we will definitely be reviewing that. And oh, yeah. That. So 100%. Definitely check that one out. AEW, double or nothing, 30th of May. I'm looking forward to that. So, boy, we are fucking promoting the AEW in the middle of the WWE review. So um, that should tell you something, folks. We're going to come back to this because uh, we're going to have more to say by the end of it. Let's let's move on to the rest of the card. Get to the, yeah. Let's finish the card. We owe the rest of the people that that had the balls to come out. Uh, next up was Bianca Belair defending the SmackDown Women's Title against Bailey. Uh, this was it started out good, started out nice. It did, and then for whatever fucking reason, two matches. Uh, first and foremost, the first half was good. First, yeah, the first half was good. The second half fell off the rails. Then it kind of kept going and it got botched at the end. But first and foremost, Bailey. Kudos to you for even having the guts to go out to the ring after having to follow that. Yeah. You deserve an award. And you could yeah. see it. You could see it on her face. I'm not kidding. She's standing in the middle of the ring looking as dejected as I've ever seen her. She's she's standing in the ring just like, I can't believe I have to follow zombie lumberjacks. I, I don't know how either of them didn't stand up and proclaim, I'm pregnant. Right? Like, they should have. Get me out of here. Yep, take me <laughs> off TV right now, please. Thank you. I'm done. 
They should have. Again, yes, this started out good. They had a good thing going. And then for whatever reason, Bianca just – it turned off for Bianca. She started yeah. missing spots. She was a step off. Bailey tried to save it, yep. but she overcompensated a few times. And yep. and then it just kind of kept going. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, why is this still going at this point? And then the, the roll-up at the end got botched. Uh, Bianca was supposed to hook her with her big hair tail, and that slipped yeah. off. She almost slipped off. The three count still happened. Bianca retains. And I'm like, it was kind of a weird three no count, too. Yeah. I, th- that's the thing, though. Like, this could have been a masterpiece, and I wouldn't have cared, and I wouldn't have rated it high. Or it could have been shit, and I'm like, it's still going to look like a masterpiece after what we just witnessed. But it wasn't great. It finished bad. I uh, gave it two. Yeah, same here. Two and a quarter is what I gave it. I mean, okay. I love the I love the first half of it, and I maybe that was because of what we've seen before. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> so I don't have a lot else to say about it other than I don't know where we're going with Bianca from here. Uh, she probably is going to face Bailey again. I doubt we're going to see a Sasha rematch anytime soon. So we're probably right. going to see a shakeup in terms of the women's division on SmackDown, which is fine. All for it. Uh, you know, maybe Raw could do that. Oh, you know what they did? Don't you know watch. They did? You Don't know what watch. Raw did? They Don't fired watch a bunch of the greatest fucking workers on the women's roster. And what do they do? They brought one of the back most historically shit workers, Eva Marie, who can't work a match to save her fucking life. God damn it. Fuck this product. I guess she's going to be Jesus working with Christ. Alexa Bliss now. Oh, good. Yeah. We ruined Alexa Bliss, too. That's great. Fuck this company. Lashley versus McIntyre versus Strowman <laughs> for the world title or what it used to be. It's now basically the Intercontinental title. Yeah, pretty much. Did you see the Intercontinental title on the show? Sure fucking didn't. Because it's now the European title. Pretty much. Might as well be. Uh, this was clunky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just going to say it. Uh, this was clunky. And then Lashley got chucked through the fucking Titan Tron. A bunch of sparks flew and it pissed me off. Even though it really didn't look that bad. At that point, my disbelief had been suspended enough. And I didn't give a fuck. And right. I almost didn't watch the rest of this goddamn match. Braun actually did like, shock in this match. Yes. So like, yeah, yeah. What you mentioned about the jumbotron, it was like, um, yeah, that's like the least exciting or uh, like, uh, that's actually super believable that that would happen. Um, that's just kind of zombies. It, it was kind of lame. It was kind of lame at that point. Um, yeah. and you're right. It was a good spot. It, it was. Well, it was a good spot overall. Like yeah, it, it was. If you didn't have the zombie shit earlier, yes. you would have been like, whoa, hey, fuck, what the fuck just happened? Like, right, yeah, nope, a legitimate nope. reason for the champion not to be involved in the match for the next duration of the match. And I, I said to Phil, my holy shit, this got better after Bobby got put out. Now, me, me, a year and a half ago, I would have run all over that joke. But I'll, I'll be honest, <laughs> over the last year, Bobby Lashley oh, yeah. has finally... He's done good over with me. He's finally become a worker in the ring. He's not botching every match. Lashley's this is the best Bobby Lashley we've seen, but it went back to it. This got better as soon as Lashley was out, which if you're a true professional wrestling fan, you're, you're still a sucker for a one-on-one title match. Right. And that's what this almost felt like at this point, two big badass behemoths clubbing the shit at each other, even though a lot of the spots were really weird and, a little clunky and almost unbelievable, but Braun Strowman almost paralyzed himself twice in this match. Yes. Once with the flip, 
with both guys, and then once with Drew, it's like, Jesus, this guy is determined to break his fucking neck. And then Drew gets set up in a powerbomb, and I thought for sure Drew's about to get impaled on the corner of the announce desk, but no, he somehow survived. They get back in. Drew hits the big Claymore kick, and per usual, I go, well, wonder if Bobby Lashley's going to come in and hit the fucking spear. Hip, here comes Bobby, chucks Drew out, hits the spear on Braun. Braun's eating two finishers. Flat back pin, as I said, he's there to eat the pin. Uno, dos, tres. Bobby Lashley retains the world title. Long played out celebratory win, which is fine for a heel. You know what? I actually enjoyed the ending of this match. I liked the match. I didn't get into it until the very end, so I was a little harsher on it. I gave it three. Phil, also three. Oh. Are you going up or down? Or are you sticking with three? I'm going to stick with it. It was, like you said, it had its moments, but it was clunky at times. It did get clunky. And it's three big, big, big dudes. Triple threat matches are basically – it's a way of having almost tag team psychology injected yes. into a singles title match. Agreed. And other than Drew, nobody else is really that much of a tag team expert. Agreed. So, yeah. I will have to give this a three, but, you know, hey, <clears throat> we love Bobby. Chicken. I can still do impersonations. <laughs> I gave it a I gave it a 275. I, I overall, like... It made me appreciate Braun Strowman a little bit more, honestly. Like I'm more of a fan of him now, uh, even yeah. though even though he about broke his neck twice. And even my my 12 year old son went, did he just break his neck? Yeah, it, it, like <laughs> a 12 year old. Oh man, could identify That's like a ooh big beefy guy, <laughs> 380 pounds. They proclaim. I that's probably fairly close. He shouldn't be doing flips. Don't care how strong the guy is that's doing it. I appreciate the flips. effort. I appreciate yeah, I, I the effort. Too. And um, Jim Cornette just said on the predictions for uh, the preview for Backlash, Braun Strowman's the drizzling shits. He's basically a mobile. So par- part of those flips was probably like, hey, fuck you. I, I, I yeah. can actually move around a little bit. But then he followed it up by almost breaking his neck twice, jump-starting a couple moves and falling almost flat on his face. He calmed down a little bit after that when it was just him and McIntyre. The match did calm down a bit. So, yeah, Braun, I, I would have gave you. it I would have gave it a two and a half um, overall. But I, I agree with you. I, I kind of liked the ending of it. Um, yeah. It was it was like I knew Lashley was going to come yeah. back and win somehow. I wanted to see he nailed the spear. I thought it was a really good spot there toward no, you like picked McIntyre. Fuck you. I, I almost did until I, know. Yeah. I wish you would have. Yeah, yeah, too bad. It still would have been a tie, and tie goes to the, the champ. And bronze about to dive on him. Like, can you just, like, oh, good God, that's a lot of man meat coming mm. down on you hard. Like, ah! just a muscle mass between those three guys and the weight. Can you imagine the. The ring alone, like Royal Rumble ain't got shit on that triple threat. My God. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, you know what? It was fine. Uh, th- there's a reason this wasn't the main event, but it was good enough. So we're going to move on to the main event. That was, of course, Roman Reigns versus Cesaro for the Universal title. Uh, there was a bunch of, you know, family horse shit. The Usos love Roman, but the other one doesn't. Uh, so Jimmy and Jay are at ends and 
Romans like, oh, go out and do it myself. And I'm a man of my word. And blah, 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 <laughs> whatever. Thank God. <laughs> let man me tell you. Word. Let me tell you something. Long overdue. Finally. I know this is a couple weeks old and I'm late to the party on this, but Roman finally got new entrance music. The shield's dead and buried. Please don't, you know, bring it back in the form of a zombie. Fuck! Just gave him an idea. Stop it. Sorry. Stop. We already broke that fourth goddamn wall, so we're going to have zombie shield at some point. Anywho, Roman finally got new entrance music. Dan it works. Dan it's good. No more <laughs> Roman booze automatically when you hear that shit. It'll be genuine booze when we get a crowd, when we have that music play. Finally, you change the music when we turn heel. Finally, we're catching up. Good job, creative. You finally did something fucking right. Roman comes out. He looks like a million fucking bucks. He's tell got me, the greatest manager in the me, game. Tonight is not a night to be giving creative props for anything. Oh, why? No. Something bad happened? I'm trying to yeah, men in black my memory right now. The worst thing. Would happened. you like to remind me again? Or should we talk about this match? Tony's using bourbon as a neuralizer. Yes, I am. So then Cesario comes out and he's Are the fucking, ready? he's just the, the every man wrestling fans just dream of a worker. We want to see him as champ, but we all know it's just not going to happen. I'll be honest. At this point, I'm so fucking burnt out on this show and this product and this brand that I was so excited to see this match before this pay-per-view started. It was so hard to get into this. It was so hard to care, even though it's the two guys that deserve to be there, deserve to have this match, and had the match of the night. They did. They had the match of the night in the main event, but it took me so long to get into this because of the shit that I had already seen during the course of this show. It's a fucking travesty. I want to watch this back. I really think I am going to watch this back. Don't do that to yourself. Don't no, do no, it. I'm going to watch this back because this match probably Don't. Another Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. It's Why not, not worth it. No, it's no, not no worth this it. match deserved it. These guys are both good workers. Okay, just watching this match. Just this match no, no. is worth watching. Just this match. Not the This no, match I'm, was good. This match the was good. The tape of this fucking event should be burned at the stake. Maybe not this match. But the rest of it, yes. Don't even put this fucking master tape in the WWE vault, okay? Fuck you, people. Anyway, so this match was good. You had a lot of jockeying for position. You had, okay, pound for bound, Cesaro's one of the strongest people, if not the strongest in the company, versus the fucking head of the table, the champ, Roman Reigns. Like, this worked. The struggle back and forth, they made it believable. It worked. Again, it took me forever to get into it. But once they finally did, I'm like, okay, I'm finally glad I got into this. They got me there. This match worked. They were hitting really good spots. I, I, they worked well together. When one guy would take over, it came out of nowhere. They're both strong as hell. Then was it before the match ended when there was a little snafu, or was it after the match had ended? <laughs> At this point, doesn't matter. Like, doesn't yeah, matter. Tony, like you said, we were all a little. Uh, yeah. yeah. After the match, there was a snafu. And also, yeah. as a man who likes to wear suits, I do have to say, Seth Rollins mm. takes the cake for maybe the ugliest suit I have ever seen. Which made it, honestly, the best suit I've Which, ever seen. Yeah, like, I, like, I loved him. it. I loved that suit. He prides suit. himself on how bad the suits are, which uh, is what makes He does. Great. He does. Uh, Roman won via bad submission. He's the modern-day Jimmy Hart. Uh, ro yeah, Roman won. The submission finish, while usually good, this one was just... Yeah, just flat. Flat. 
I don't know. It didn't go long enough. I don't know if it was the setup. I don't know. This one just didn't. Yeah, that, this one I, didn't work. I thought it was a rest hold. Yeah, and so I did too. I was going over here to go. I forget what I was. I was about. almost about to walk off screen. Like, okay, they got about thirty seconds, and then and then I hear the ding, bell ding. ring. Oh, I don't know. They didn't. Maybe they, they didn't <clears throat> telegraph it. I guess, but it did not yeah. land. It was a bad finish. Yeah, the the finish seemed rushed. Um, I I yeah, I agree. It, it was kind of surprising. Uh, yeah. on on the finish there. I thought up until the finish, this was the best match of the night. Easily, easily the best match of the night. Like the only thing that could compare was the Mysterio match, and yes. and it blew Mysterio out of the water. In my and that's opinion, just because it's Mysterio, Ziggler, and Rude. Okay, right. Put, put this on without zombies, and I guarantee this would have rated higher. We we would have been more invested. Well, yeah, yeah, because they had something that shit. On the entire idea of wrestling, we'll get back there. Insulted a lifetime of fandom. We're gonna get but, back there. Let's let's rate this one though. Uh, as Phil just mentioned, as soon as this is over, uh, Monday night or excuse me, now Friday night, Messiah Seth Rollins comes out. He gets in Roman's face like, I I I did. I got. Oh wait a minute. Could they be? Is this gonna? Are they gonna do this? This would be kind of cool. I I don't care that it's heel versus heel. This is. No, he attacks Cesaro. So then Roman left, and uh, Seth Rollins just beat up Cesaro, wearing literally the greatest suit of all time—a fucking white, like a plastic pleather jacket with blue and red flames. It was amazing. I loved it. I want one. Amazon, do me a solid. Get it on there. I will fucking have it tomorrow. I loved it. Uh, Tantui Ten Man, would Cesaro winning have saved this? No, it would not. Honestly, thank God Cesaro did not win. The universal title because that probably would have been the biggest groin shot in the history of pay-per-view honestly no it would not have saved it uh then it, it faded to black with rollins laughing roman nowhere to be seen and that was it that was the fucking show so i gave it a 3.75 phil you gave it a three and a half are you sticking with that yeah chicken I gave it a four. I, I, four. I, other than Fair. the end, I would have gone higher if it wouldn't for the end. Cause like, I, I don't do. know I what it do. is. What, it, what is it lately with some of these submission finishes are just like kind of like boring and lame? Like, I, I, like, it's fine if it's your thing. God, do we need Pat Patterson? We miss you. Jesus, Pat. Yes. Oh. Right. Agent matches. Uh, I just, uh, so th these submission finishes are are awful today. The Bobby Lashley win, as much as I enjoyed that one because it helped keep the belt here, uh, that was still a super lame one. Over, <laughs> I was just like, I I've just seen a couple of these right now, and I'm just like, what the fuck are you trying to do? Like, yeah, I I, I don't get it. These lame, like uh, the good old fashioned dramatic submission wins work. Like this is a far cry. Like this didn't even come anywhere remotely close to a a classic like Bret Hart or Kurt Henning or Ric Flair figure right. for submission. Like this just fell flat, and it's a shame because Roman's really come into his own as a heel. Like he's selling expected. it now too. Like yeah, he's doing before he didn't sell it. He just kind of looked submission. like a. 
he he's just looked like a grumpy it. dude getting like choked yeah. a little bit, but now he's selling it. He's actually selling yeah. it. I'm like, Roman is doing well yeah. now. Like, I like him now. I hated Roman before. I like yeah. him the way he is now. He great. can sell it. So weird. Uh, yeah. We hated him when he was a face, and we love him when he's well, a and not just that. And he's in there with Cesaro, a guy who can pretty much outwork literally anybody. And this finish still fell flat. So I don't know. I think it, I think it came down to the event being completely and utterly tainted and ruined by other bullshit, and just not a good agent agenting this match. Uh, Tantui Ten Man, we're suit and wrestling. Jimmy Hart, Seth Rollins, or John Cena? Uh, no, my no. Seth Rollins may have the best suit. In wrestling history, I'm sorry. John Cena does kind of rock those weird tacky plaids. Okay, but not eh, okay. To give it to Cena, I'm gonna give it to Jimmy. I uh, no, I give it to Jimmy. 80s hairbrush. 80s Jimmy was a beautiful work. Even in the 80s, Jimmy Hart suits were obnoxious. I think even Cena would be like, I I gotta take it over Jimmy." Jimmy Hart. Jimmy has better suits. Jimmy Hart wins. Oh Lord! So that Seth Rollins suit was amazing. So that, Look it up. That is my uh, God, so folks. unfortunate. And it's unfortunate the greatest suit of all time had to come on the night of the legitimate death of professional wrestling as we used to know it, know it, or could potentially actually, know it. Guys, guys, this needs to happen. And there's not a lot of hyperbole here. I'm oh, gonna, I'm gonna top you here because it's very odd that. Within a few short days, just a few short days ago, yes, Chicken, uh, we lost a professional wrestler who had some of that last old school realism mystique, Jerome Young New Jack. He had, yep, yep, one one for you, Jack. Yep, um, and he was one of those folks who had that old school mystique of holy shit. You say what you will about wrestling, but that guy was real. Live the gimmick. And with his passing, we now have this being presented as professional wrestling. And I'm sorry, there is this dark poetic thread between the two. Yeah, which uh, if my uh, voice was a little better, I would try to put it together. But no, that was a perfect transition. I I agree. Yeah, like this is and. Now, Tony, while you got a little in your glass, chicken also raise your glass to Jerome Young, New Jack. May you rest in peace, sir. Indeed. Yeah, no, that was that was surprising. Um, for those of you maybe who don't know New Jack as well as we do, he started in Smoky Mountain with Jim Cornette. How did you find your way to this podcast? Yeah, you don't know New Jack. That's fair. Uh, ended up in ECW where he really honed the hardcore style. And ECW was a perfect fit for him, but he really took it to another level in ECW. And then, oh, Jesus, on the independence. Uh, when I say live the gimmick, that doesn't even remotely do it justice. Uh, watch Dark Side of the Ring, Life of Times of New Jack. Life my and God. Crimes. Life and Crimes of New Jack. My God. It, it is an amazing documentary. <laughs> Tremendously really entertaining. A very New uh, Jack in general was had great tremendously charisma. entertaining. He could talk. Thing is, those, those are oh, okay. Uh, take it back a second. Uh, Beyond the mat with the segment with New Jack was 
probably one of my favorite parts of the entire documentary. Just seeing a, a professional wrestler, you could legitimately believe, even in the era where the business was being exposed, you could tell even then, like, this guy is living his gimmick. Mm-hmm. He is his gimmick. There's there's a blurred line, but there really isn't a line. Yeah. This guy is legitimate. Like, a lot of people said, what is the line between Jerome Young and New Jack? And mm. his closest friends and associates didn't know that line. And no. so that... In that regard, he had respect for the business yes. and respect for what it was he he did. And he really, like even me personally, like when we were younger, it's like, oh man, I mean, like if we were to go to an ECW show, like I'd want to get autographs people, but man, I don't even want to get close to uh, you, Jack. I'm like, terrified God, that of guy that guy. Might, yeah, he, who knows what he'd do. Even in death, that guy is terrified. That, was the, that is a scary, scary individual. And yeah. he lived it 100%. Um, Rest in peace, New Jack. Yeah, he's he's got one more great dive he's got to go through, hopefully the pearly gates. So that's... But that wasn't the only death we're celebrating tonight. It was the death of professional wrestling again, and that would be what the WWE did tonight by having zombies as lumberjacks. And fuck you, Vince McMahon. Fuck you, Peacock. Fuck you, Embassy. Fuck you, Stephanie. Fuck you, Triple H, for allowing this to fucking happen. Fuck you, Miz. Fuck you, Damian Priest. Fuck you, John Morrison. And fuck every goddamn independent wrestling piece of shit who agreed to put makeup and zombie gear on and be lumberjacks for this piece of shit. Fuck all three goddamn announcers who sat there and pretended that this was real. Fuck every cameraman who went along with this shit fuck every writer who came up with this fuck the army of darkness fuck twitter fuck dave batista fuck everything about this show i am still livid i am smoldering and i honest to god cannot tell you when i will watch another wwe presented show it'll probably be a pay-per-view because fuck you monday night raw Fuck you, Friday Night SmackDown. Fuck you, NXT. I don't care. I will not be watching. You'll be lucky if we review the next WWE supposed quote-unquote pay-per-view, which nobody in their right fucking mind will fucking pay for. Jim Cornette might be the last motherfucker actually paying for the pay-per-view because he doesn't want to learn how to use a network or a peacock. And guess what? I guarantee you on Tuesday, when the Jim Cornette drive through drops... You'll never hear him review another WWE product again because of this fucking travesty that just happened oh, in the form of zombies. When he's right, he's right. I, I don't know what to yeah. say there. Um, and yes, Tony, that was beautiful. Thank that you. Was brilliant. That was that was like sweet, beautiful music. When this, I'm on, I'm on. This is the one time in my life you'll ever hear me say this. <laughs> and it's also a coincidence that my voice out. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. That's pretty high praise. <laughs> Chicken, still with us? Yeah. Yeah. Just just taking it all in. Um, <laughs> yeah, boys, we seen uh we seen a travesty tonight, to say the least. Um yeah. Yeah. as much as I like I y- y- I was your your COVID WrestleMania champion. And I like I made that work. I made that work as much as I could. I knew it was awful. I knew it was awful, but I was like, ah, I gotta, I gotta run with this one. <laughs> I ran with a couple others that weren't that good either. This one's this Just one's pretty tough. But 
I was perfect on my picks tonight, so I will take it take with it. a asterisk next to it. No, but I'm still it. undisputed. You earned it. I you you gotta own up. To this it, this isn't something I wanted to earn. No, you you, you nailed you nailed. I feel like I the undisputed I, champion of the worst events in wrestling history. Yeah, yes. yeah, pretty much. I am really good at picking really bad events. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know if that's a, like is that like the lamest X Men power? I said this earlier to Phil. Uh, said, no, no, hey, you know what the lamest part is? Is I've been the champion almost all this year. Mm-hmm. No, you have. Haven't you? Uh, I lost it in between uh, uh, Royal Rumble right. and, and uh, oh, God, what was it? Uh, Fastlane? Oh, that, okay. Speed bump. Speed bump, yeah. so barely. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we were jokingly wow. calling this one, is it payback? Is it backlash? Let's call it back pay. Back pay, yes. Yeah. I. Uh, oh, my God. I'm so. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah, just, I'm so. there. Uh, so. I did say this earlier, though. Uh, my my predictions, yes, rest in peace for wrestling, Tantui, 10 man, thank you. Um, I did say this earlier. My predictions really did start circling the shitter after Peacock kind of took control of creative. So I think there's a correlation there. So if you want to talk conspiracies, let's talk chicken and NBC oh. collusion. There's your Oh. You think oh. NBC's run by Russia? I don't think Russia. I think, I think we've gone above and beyond Russia at this point. The Peacock is probably more powerful and obviously – Peacock, chicken, cock. It's not lizard people that it's control not. the government. It's, it's peacock it's poultry. people. It's poultry it's relation. People. It's chicken. It's goddamn peacocks. And- listen, listen, listen here, folks. It's all about the cock. No, just. Waka waka. <laughs> it is all about the cock. And if you still watch Monday Night Raw tomorrow, you never mind. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep, yep, I knew that was going. Yeah. So, um, this has been a very uplifting, happy, positive edition of the Revolutionary no. Wrestling Podcast. So, be sure, be sure to check out May 30th, double. Yeah, when we become an nothing. AEW exclusive podcast, and it will feature possibly the match of the year. Fuck and you. So, <laughs> I, hey, you don't know which one I'm referring to. Fuck you. Yes, I know. <laughs> this is the, okay. Fuck this. Okay, I didn't get to watch Dynamite this week, okay? I didn't. I watched Blood and Guts. I finally got through Blood and Guts. I missed Dynamite this week because I just didn't have time to watch Raw, SmackDown, and Dynamite. I just didn't. I just fucking didn't. Phil clues me in. After the zombies tonight. After the fucking zombies. Guess what? Guess what? After the fucking burial of the feud, before they did Blood and Guts, after Blood and Guts did a big old popcorn fart part two. After the exploding ring popcorn fart. Guess what? We're going to continue the Pinnacle Inner Circle feud. How are we going to finish that shit? With another stadium stampede match. Oh, boy. That's like me and Phil got jumped in a back alley. Both of us got our fucking asses kicked. And instead, he goes to help me up like, oh, we got our asses kicked. He just punches me in the goddamn groin. What a, what a friend. Fuck you two. 
So yeah, right after the zombies, I decided to let Tony know. One of the most offensive things about professional wrestling. We're going to do it again. That stadium stampede too. He's going to have another stadium stampede match. So really, so that's going to be a yearly thing. I did kind of kick him while Did I say down, AEW exclusive? I might have meant fucking quilting antique roadshow exclusive podcast. Extreme extraordinaire. I don't even want to do wrestling anymore. Let's see how I feel oh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. He's going to need to recover off this one, folks. This is bad. But uh, don't worry. Double or Nothing's going to have some great matches. Yes. Uh, AEW, Double say, or Nothing on May 30th. Orange Cassidy is going to be like fucking Ricky Steamboat compared to what we've been watching tonight. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, well, Chicken, curious. Anything you'd like to say to these beautiful, gorgeous people? Please, champ. Oh, dear God. Um, <laughs> I know. Let, yeah. let, me, let me switch back uh, my screens here. Um, no, uh, whatever platform I have to defend this beauty on, I'm sure it will be, um, worthy. We'll discuss it. We'll figure it out, fellas. If we go AEW, I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing. Let's, uh, let's put this bitch up. All right. Let's shift. Like let's to. shift some gears. Let's get into some real shit. If that's where it's at, if that's where it's happening, uh, on. Well, it can't um, be happening any fucking less than goddamn <laughs> The Walking Dead WWE TWD WWE mm-hmm. only on Peacock TV. Folks, get your subscription for $4.99 a month with ads, $10 a month without them. Because if you like horse shit, this is right up your fucking alley. Folks, I swear to God, do not watch Monday Night Raw. Do not watch NXT. Do not watch SmackDown. In fact, but watch on, AEW. What you should watch is Thursday night. Join us yes. as Big Bucking Empire for our tribute to the boss, Andre the Giant. We're going to do the 156 Beer Challenge. Yes. So join us, Big Bucking Empire, Facebook and YouTube. Guys, yes. you know, this I, Thursday. I know. Your great Live. folk singer Tom Waits here could probably give a great promo, but I'm going to let you guys take this one. Yes. Thursday night, 6 p.m. Central Time, Big facebook.com slash bigbucket. We are collectively going to drink the record. Last year, we hit 152 or 153, I believe. I think um, our original goal was 117. We smoked yep. that in an hour and a half. We upped it to the next uh, scale of supposed yeah. legendary status. We got to, I think it was 155. So this year, we're going to beat it by a one. And that is the highest account I've ever found of anybody claiming. It was Dusty Rhodes. Now, Tony. He's never has, embellished yeah. in his. No, oh. never, 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 never. No. Never. No. But so we will track, if we will track the years, blood alcohol content of what the giant would be feeling at that moment with our collective beers like we did last year. It's fascinating when you see how many beers we go through and the time frame we go through them and to see how drunk the giant would have actually been. It's actually really cool. It's kind of fun yes. to watch and you get to drink some beer for yes. no reason. Let's um, reiterate this folks. This is an interactive live stream podcast Thursday night this week what day will that be uh 17 18 9 uh, the 20th correct thursday the 20th of this week gotta be here 
Big Buckin' Entertainment on Facebook. You got to go over there. Andre the Giant Beer Drinking Challenge. You have got to be with us live watching. If you tell us you're drinking a beer in the comments, if you send us a picture to the dog and chicken show at gmail.com, if you send us a video, we'll pop the picture, we'll pop the video up on the live stream. We can count it towards the total. You can help us meet the goal. So, folks, I'm serious. You got to be there with us this Thursday. You got to be this there. This Thursday, damn it. Be there. Yes. Big Bucket yes. Empire and Facebook. This Thursday. Yes. Yes. Facebook, YouTube. Big Bucket Empire, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also, I am Phil KOE of YouTube and Twitch. You really need to check me out at KOE Nation, YouTube, and Twitch for all of your KOE content. And we just wrapped up the Sweet 16 Bourbon Tournament. Check that shit out. And uh, Chicken, yes. you really you really uh, enjoyed the thumbnail, didn't you? That was a good one. Um, I enjoyed it just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. I, I I think I enjoyed the bourbon way more than the thumbnail. Yeah. As you can tell by the as thumbnail, the look on my face. I was as super excited. I. Yes. As did <laughs> but if you want to know who won the bourbon of extreme, you're going to have to go to KOE Nation on YouTube and check it out. Absolutely. But, you know, normally I'll just leave it at this. All that being said, ladies, gentlemen, all of you beautiful people. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. And for once in my life, I'm going to let Tony G and Chicken send this beautiful ship off. God bless. I, I'll i just say, I appreciate you folks. Love you. As always, your last WWE series, Revolutionary yeah. Wrestling Podcast Champion. Yeah. yeah. I uh, Maybe. 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 Uh, I don't have a lot else to add. We've, we've, we went on a journey tonight. It was not a good journey. Uh, this was like the worst. What, what's the worst zombie movie you can think of? It was that one, and it was uh, the worst wrestling movie you can think of. All wrapped into one, put in a nice fucking format. Four ninety nine. Think of if they tried to re-edit Shaun of the Dead to be serious, but with the footage. They with had. like no, with like Mister Nanny or Suburban Commando. Yeah, basically that. Um, Four ninety nine a month is what you pay for Peacock. If you have that subscription just for WWE, go ahead and cancel that shit now. Do not watch Monday Night Raw tomorrow. I swear to God, I'm telling you. I'm not going to tell you to cancel your subscription. Don't watch Raw. But you do what you want, but definitely check out us here at Double or Nothing, folks. The Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast will live on in some form or fashion. YouTube, Spotify, don't watch Raw tomorrow. That's how we send a message, folks. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. We will catch you at least on the 30th for Double or Nothing. And catch us on Thursday for the Under the Giant Beer Drinking Challenge on Big Bucket Entertainment on Facebook and YouTube. Thank you. Cheers, gentlemen. Good night. Later. Love y'all. Go.